out of the stars in their flight, out of the dust of eternity, here we have come. Stardust and sunlight mingling through time and through space. Out of the stars have we come, up from time. Out of the stars have we come. So here, here we are, come from the stars, the first full day of winter, talking about the, the spiritual implications of a mundane astronomical phenomenon, a point in the Earth's orbit around our star, the sun, the tipping point, or more really, a tipping point, in the wobbly orientation of our planet's surface relative to its axis of rotation, marking yet another year since the last time we hit this tipping point of the winter solstice. Mundane, yes, and ordinary, quite. It happens every year, after all. But despite being mundane and ordinary, or perhaps because it is, this time, is magical as well. Magical because while it represents something very real and even very predictable, it ushers in new opportunities and the hope that only a new year well-faced may bring. Time out of time, before time, in the vastness of space, Earth spun to orbit the sun. Earth with the thunder of mountains newborn, the boiling of seas. Earth warmed by sun, lit by sunlight. This is our home. Out of the stars have we come. Out of the stars have we come, and by them we once navigated the earth and sea and sky. We mark the progression still of the astrological constellations across the sky, send our space probes further and further from the Earth and deeper and deeper into space. Our star, the sun, and our satellite, the moon, play as important a role in our lives as they ever have. Yet we are increasingly removed from them and the natural experience of our world. Unlike our ancestors, even quite recent ancestors, in fact, who never had streetlights beyond the center of town and could always, on a clear night, see the Milky Way as it was originally seen, a swirling blur of light that looks painted upon the firmament there's great irony that just at the moment we as a species have seen the furthest away from our home, fewer and fewer of us are actually seeing the stars. Mystery hidden in mystery, back through all time. Mystery rising from rocks in the storm and the sea. Of the stars rising from rocks and the sea kindled by sunlight on Earth, a rose light. Astrophysicist Carl Sagan once quipped that we are simply stardust contemplating the stars. And how true it is when you think of the origin of life, those 
building blocks we contain and which contain us are the very same particles that made up the center of the most distant stars from oh so very long ago. The vastness of space and the intricate complexities of the conditions necessary for us to exist, really for anything to exist at all, boggles the mind if you let it. And times like solstice, it is important that we let it. Let it bottle the mind to awe us, to create in us a fierce curiosity for knowledge and wisdom and truth. Eons upon eons ago, the building blocks of the building blocks of the building blocks that build us up, make up everything we're surrounded by, is related to those impossibly distant pinpricks of light in the winter sky. Life here may have started a few billion years ago, but the things that made life possible are much, much older and from much further away. Ponder the state in your heart. Life up from the sea. Eyes to behold, throats to sing, mates to love. Life from the sea, warmed by sun, washed by rain. Life from within, giving birth, rose to love. There is wonder in this time that not only do we exist, but we can indeed rise to love. That there is even a concept for goodness, this pure, this uniquely aspirational, as love, we are indeed blessed. The rising of love then compels our gratitude. While the trials and losses of life are both profound and ultimate, we are so gifted with even the potential of love that this too reminds us of the holy gift of existence we receive. So good is this gift this simple gift to have the opportunity to live and strive for love, it is so good that it really doesn't matter of whom it was given. Believe in God or gods or not, it really doesn't matter. All of us are the beneficiaries of life, and for this, we must be grateful. This is the wonder of time. This is the marvel of space. Out of the stars swung the earth, life upon earth rose to love. This is the marvel of life, rising to see and to know. Out of your heart, cry wonder, sing that we live. This is solstice time, the time when we are assured that the light will ever broaden its reach across the hours easing the opening of the sky slightly earlier each morning, closing slightly later each evening. Though there is plenty of darkness yet to come and many cold, dark nights under the winter stars, this is indeed a tipping point that reminds us to be filled with and live within gratitude. The ancients knew this, or at least many of them did, 
Though perhaps once upon a time there were folks who didn't know the sun would return, those who celebrated solstice really did. It's hard to imagine cultures who could calculate to the day the longest night of the year not knowing that the sun would return. But they ritualized the event anyway. But it wasn't a petition for the sun to return and the seasons to shift as much as it was commemoration, acknowledgement, celebration. They were thankful to have made it another year and to have another season to look towards. And regardless of what pains were past or awaited them at the next turn, on solstice, at least, they were grateful. This is the marvel of life, rising to see and to know. Out of your heart, cry wonder, sing that we live. Out of the stars have we come. Amen.